Welcome on to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, uh, episode 23. So we're 23 episodes into this old uh, shindig. Um, quite interesting, to say the least. Um, we have a game of the night for you. Uh, Blues versus the Rangers in New York. Uh, but before we get into that, let's uh, dive into some news here. Uh, first off, right out of the gate. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets forward Oliver Borkstrand underwent uh, successful surgery um, to repair uh, a uh, fractured ankle that he sustained uh, not too long ago. I want to say I reported on that about maybe two or three episodes ago. Um, So uh, successful uh, surgery for him. Uh, Recovery time is estimated between eight to ten weeks uh, and see where he is from there. Um, which means that, uh, depending, so with that, eight, ten weeks, depending on how deep the, uh, the, probably like the back end of a, uh, first round series, you could expect to see, uh, Borkstrand, uh, return. And, um, one player from the Columbus Blue Jackets that will not be in the playoffs this year, uh, for Josh Anderson. Uh, who also underwent some uh, a successful surgery as well. However, it is to repair uh, a labral tear of his left shoulder. Um, recovery time uh, is four to six months uh, estimated. So he won't be back, but Borkstrand uh, could very well be back in time uh, before the end of a potential first round exit. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count the the Blue Jackets out, uh, as I counted them out this season out the gate, but they're really proving themselves as of late, but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do without them for now. And, uh, Edmonton Oilers, uh, newly acquired defenseman Mike Green, uh, is out three to four weeks with knee injuries, so, um, yeah, um, it was to be expected. Uh, a lot of people, at least like on the hockey Twitter, whatever, is like, oh, Mike Green. Edmonton Oilers trading for Mike Green. Why? Why? Um, and now it's basically, <laughs> I can see why uh, they're uh, questioning that because it's um, now uh, the trade forum, trade assets away, and now he's out. But. He'll uh, he'll be back in time for playoffs, so it's it's fine, it's fine. Um, and for those that don't know, for those that's been under a rock as of late, um, since this also is on YouTube, and even though I'm not monetizable uh, right now, uh, if there's ever a time that this channel is monetizable in the future, might as well cover my ass now, um, the whole sickness that's happening worldwide right now, um, I'm gonna do with what my, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, tech YouTubers, uh, codenames it as the beer flu, um, but... Um, since that whole sickness is, you know, scaring a lot of people across the world, um, some league, 
national, like, world leagues are uh, taking some measures to, you know, uh, some precautions. Uh, National League and Swiss League director... uh, the Swiss League director has announced that play is suspended until at least March 16th uh, due to that concern. Uh, and it's pushing the start of the National League playoffs and halts the uh, Swiss League playoffs until their sem- semifinals. Uh, under 17 and under uh, 20 play will continue to schedule. However, um, they are going to limit the amount of attendees for the games. Um By like a, oh, keeping about like a thousand people uh, at a time, um, and they will review uh, their plan um, on March 13th. And the IIHF, uh, the International Ice Hockey Federation, uh, who deals with the World Junior Championships, the World, you know, regular men's women's championships as well, uh, have also canceled. Uh, some tournaments coming up um, because of that beer flu as well. Uh, they canceled the under-18 uh, world uh, men's world championship, Division Two, Group A and B. Uh, they also canceled uh, under-18 Division Three, Group A and B. They also got... Uh, canceled the uh, Women's World Championship Division A Group B as well as Women's World Championship Division 2 Group A. So the beer flu, even though um, the media is saying it's a big bad thing that's killing a lot of people, which it is, um, at the same time there's other people over here who's like, oh, well, the regular flu is more deadly than coronavirus, which is kind of true um in a world where there's not a lot of cited sources and not a lot of uh truthful news a lot of biased news um who's to, who's to say but all i know it's you know i mean it's it spreads it's spreading quickly um as they're trying to race for a uh, a vaccine to to help it but uh hopefully uh this doesn't go any longer than it uh, is right now, um, and hopefully it uh, sorts itself out. And then back to the NHL. Uh, All of centers uh, goaltender Marcus Hobart Ogbert has been uh, granted leave of absence uh, as he is going to be uh, leaving for personal reasons. Um, don't know if it's kind of like what happened to uh, Bobby Ryan. Uh, when he left because uh, he had some issues that he had to take care of, uh, left for a couple months, came back recently, scored a freaking hat trick on his first game back. I want to say it was his first game back. It's freaking what a hell of a story that is. Um, and hopefully uh, Hogberg can, uh, you know, get his head clear um, if whatever his personal reasons be. Um, but, yeah. Uh, injuries to continue the injury train from Columbus. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman Jake Muzzin. As I was on a rant about the Toronto Maple Leafs during the uh, in the previous episode with uh, the divisional reviews, 
Uh, Jake Muzzin will be missing four weeks with a broken hand, so their decor takes another hit. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be uh, feeling it. And at this point, by four weeks, because you're down another, you know, defenseman, um, top-tier defenseman, at least top-four defenseman in the National Hockey League, because um, now you're basically rendered to an AHL decor. And... And the division that they're in, not going to fly. At least in the conference that they play in, definitely not going to fly. So, Florida, you might have a shot. <laughs> Just saying. And speaking of Eastern Conference, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, Dominic Simone, uh, week to week with an upper body injury. Um, so, uh, it's the depth, but they're they're doing pretty good. Uh, they've they've been hammered with injuries all season long, so it's it's nothing nothing new, uh, to say the least. Um, general managers of the uh, NHL have been uh, meeting up uh, to discuss p- possible changes to rules and whatever. Uh, one of which uh, with the whole David Ayers situation uh, that happened whenever uh, he had to take uh, in be- the spot in between the pipes. Uh, for Carolina, uh, since both their goaltenders got injured in the same game, um, playing basically half of a game and helping them win uh, against a team that he was employed by, which is insane, and they're never going to let that down, at least this season. Um, and if anyone that watches uh, or listens to this uh, watches um, Steve Dangle, especially his recent videos, when that happened oh freaking just pure pure comedy greatness uh to say the least there but yeah um there was a potential to where they were gonna nix the whole emergency goalie thing and then just make everyone carry a third goalie but uh general managers and owners feel that uh the rule uh is good enough to keep it the way it is so uh looks like they're gonna keep it the way it is however when it comes to changes to potential rule changes, uh, the NHL is looking uh, actively into changing the rule of the offside call to where, since we're having all this uh, frame by frame by frame analy- uh, analyst uh, analysis of um, if the skate blade is touching the ice or it's not touching the ice, uh, they're looking to completely nix that possibility of people bitching and moaning about it uh, by uh, just saying, hey, if it's anywhere near above the the line, it's fine. As long as it's not outside the line, you're good. You know, you don't have to actually touch the, the ice. It, it still counts, uh, which... Hopefully that is definitely going to be a rule change because that would be great. Make it a little bit more concrete uh, so then people aren't bitching and moaning about, oh, it's like a fragment of a hair off of the ice. Call it back. You know, it's, yeah. I understand, you know, instant replay has its purposes, but going a little overkill here. But yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, captain Steven Stamkos uh, is going having the, the uh, Sidney Crosby injury uh, that he sustained this year 
uh, core muscle uh, injury, uh, and he's going to have surgery for that. Uh, he had that actually yesterday, um, and will be missing six to eight weeks, so uh, he's probably going to be coming back sometime during the playoffs. Uh, Blackhawks forwards uh, Andrew Shaw and Zach Smith uh, both out for the remainder of the season as uh, Andrew Shaw is dealing with uh, post-concussion syndrome and uh, Zach Smith is scheduled to have back surgery on March 6th. So uh, regardless, they weren't going to make the playoffs anyway. Um, And even though I take great pride in all the shortcomings that Chicago is going to be is going has faced ever since the the fateful uh the fateful uh series between the uh the Blues and the Blackhawks in 2016 uh when we beat them um and just sent them on a downward spiral when it comes to injuries I can't champion that kind of thing you know I can't you know be happy that people are injured cuz that's just awful. Now, glad that they're uh, suffering because of it, um, but I'm not happy that the, t- the the players themselves are suffering from injuries. But uh, I digress. Uh, now, getting to my second favorite team here, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have re-signed forward uh, William Carrier to a four-year, $5.6 million contract extension with an average annual value of $1.4 million. Great signing. To say the least, uh, freaking... William Carrier is quite the player, to say the least. Um, he's got a lot of jam, got a lot of pep in his step, and he's just a very solid depth player. He knows his role, plays it well. Same with Ryan Reeves, and they're and nine times out of ten, they're at least every time I I watch the games, whenever. You know, I can catch them now because since I'm in the central time zone, it's like nearly impossible for my work schedule to watch these guys play. Because as of today and like the past couple days, they've been playing at like 9 p.m. And I'm not I'm not staying up that late to watch it. I'm sorry. I love this team so much, but I I need my sleep. <laughs> OK, I got to wake up at like 5 a.m. in the morning just to make it make it to work on time. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Golden Knights. Pick pick earlier times to to play, okay? Please. However, <clears throat> gripe with the Golden Knights as they not only nab the Blues's uh, farm team not once, but twice since they uh, put in a bid to buy the San Antonio Rampage. The AHL Board of Governors have approved the relocation of the Rampage to Henderson, Nevada for next season, um, where they'll be playing at a casino uh, for the time being. So, um, yeah, so now i got to wonder, who's the Blues going to have as a AHL affiliate next year? I'd imagine they move back to the, to the Wolves, but uh, that's kind of up in the air at a point. And speaking of the St. Louis Blues, uh, the Blues have signed defenseman Tyler Tucker to a three-year entry-level contract, uh, and uh, he was the Blues' 2018 seventh-round uh, pick, uh, 200th overall, if that means anything. 
Um, so yeah, they signed one of their, uh, their draft picks. Congratulations. And, um, to round out the news, uh, back on the 27th, cause I did not report on that because before last episode, the last episode before that was, uh, trade deadline news. Um, if I did report on it, I apologize if I'm reporting on it again, but if not, whatever, uh, Jay Bomeister and Doug Armstrong, uh, had a press conference to, uh, update, Everybody about the current status of Jay Bowmeister's future after after having the whole uh, cardiac episode uh, during the Anaheim uh, Blues game in Anaheim on uh, back in February. Um, in the synopsis, the 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 meat and potatoes of the whole thing being that number one, he's not returning in the regular season to play. He's not returning in the playoffs to play. Uh, they did not say that he was going to retire or not. He's going to assist his options. Um, and I mean, he's, he's basically saying, I mean, what just, uh, he was based the way he was sounding like, uh, he can basically live exactly the way he lived before the whole thing. So, um, we'll see if he comes back, but I, I, I highly doubt it. And honestly, at this point of his career, I don't see why you would. You won your cup. You're freaking. Uh, you've got your gold medals. Got all these accolades. Why? Uh, why push yourself any further to get any further injury? I mean, just. I mean. Sad to say, and it's probably a sad way to go out. But, you know, it is what it is. But hey. You know. It's whatever. Uh, it's not whatever, but um, just hope whatever you know, J Bo do, does you know, whatever J Bo does is what J Bo does, and whatever J Bo does is what's right for him and his family. So, uh, can't be mad about that. And without further ado, diving into uh, Blues versus Rangers. So now diving in to Blues versus Rangers. The Blues entering this game 39-17-10. And, uh, and before this game started, the Blue, uh, the Avalanche had one point, were one point out of first place and had two games in hand, well, one game in hand before the game started. But after this game, it was two games in hand. Uh, Rangers entered this game 35-26-4, four points out from the second wildcard spot and two games in hand on Columbus. And tonight is Ryan O'Reilly's 800th career game. So congratulations, Ryan O'Reilly, uh, for that accolade. Talking about broccoli with old Darren Pang on the old uh, freaking uh, on-ice interview. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, first period, Blues defense uh, early on going, uh, going, you know, to work, uh, keeping them shotless uh, for the first couple minutes. Uh, as the Blues put four uh, shots on net uh, with Gorgiev stopping them all. Um, and the Rangers offense starting to wake up. Either they're waking up or the Blues defense got a little sleepy uh, in the second half of the first period. Uh, and then uh, Robert 
You Know You Know Portuzo, uh, trips Brendan Smith at 1132, uh, which then sends the uh, Rangers on their first power play of the day. Uh, and then Mika Zabinajad scores the power play goal at 1226 with Ryan Strom and Pavel Busnevich uh, getting the assist. Good to see that Pavel Busnevich is good to go after the car crash that he was in not too long ago. And uh, Jacob De La Rose interferes with Mika Zabinajad at 19.06, ending your first period. Uh, shot 7-7 seven, seven apiece. Second period, Ryan Strom slashes Ryan O'Reilly at 1-13. Colton Pareko with the laser of a shot on the power play. Uh, ties it up at 2-35 unassisted. Not a big deal. Uh, and also statistic for you, uh, Blues defensemen uh, have 16 points in the past eight games. At that point. Uh, and Justin Falk uh, slashes Pavel Busnevich at 842. Uh, Blues need to stop taking penalties and Justin Falk. The acquisition of Justin Falk, in my eyes, has not been the best. For the price that we're paying him, or well, the price the Blues are paying him, I'm not seeing the value. Uh, to say the least. And and almost every game that I watch of him, my, or every other one, Justin Falk is in the in the penalty box. And, and I've got to say, he's probably been in the penalty box in one season more than Joel Edmondson was. On average. It's got to be. Like, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But regardless, ending your second period... 8-7, uh, shots 8-7 in favor of the Blues. Third period, another statistic for you. Blues are 7-5-2 and two and tied after two. Uh, Jordan Bennington keeping the Blues in the game after a couple quality shots by the Rangers early on in the period. But hey, Braden Shen. Uh, and that's not only his fifth straight goal to, of the uh, year, not only his 25th of the season, but he also nets the goal-ahead goal at 9.56 on a sweet wraparound uh, goal with Jaden Schwartz and Colton Pareko getting the assist to make a 2-1 Blues. How are you? And then Brendan... Oh, Braden Shen also gets a, a nice one-timer attempt, but Gorgiev says, Niet. he is not getting past him. And then Brendan Lemieux nearly puts the puck in the Rangers' net shortly thereafter after that first round, uh, that one-timer attempt. Uh, and then the Rangers pull uh, Gorgiev with like about uh, 125 left in the uh, third period. Uh, they get and they got some tremendous uh, offensive pressure. However, Bennington, uh, being the goalie that he is, uh, thankfully stops the puck from going in. Uh, and Jaden Schwartz nets the empty netter at 19:54 with Ryan O'Reilly and Braden Shen getting the assists, making it 3-1 Blues. Shots 12-6 in favor of the Rangers. Total shots of the game 26-22 in favor of the New York Rangers. Blues power play went 1 for 1. PK 2 for 3. Rangers power play 1 for 3. PK 0 for 1. Your final score of the game 3-1 Blues. Three stars of the game. Number 3, third star, Colton Pareko. Getting the Blues on the board. Greatness. Uh, second star of the game, Jordan Bennington locking it down whenever they needed to, and 
first star and the uh, the assurance goal going to Jaden Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz playing really good hockey today. And with this win, the Blues not only have won eight straight this uh, so far, not only is it their 40th win of the season, it is also their 1,900th win in franchise history. So, history-making day. And also another statistic for you, uh, the Blues since February 18th have an 8-0-0 record. They have a 3.5 goals per game uh, statistic, 1.63 goals allowed, fi- point, uh, is a, a, 15, a plus 15 goal differential, as well as a 23.4 shots allowed per game. Numbers. Statistics. Woot. And... And... That basically uh, sums up today's episode. Uh, it's definitely not pushing an hour like the previous one, but hey, it's pushing half an hour. But anyway, uh, if you're on the YouTube side, like, share, subscribe. If you're on the podcast side, rate and subscribe as well. Um, looking for more stability. Uh, I work tomorrow, at least as of this recording, tomorrow and the following day after that. So there will not be any episodes for that, but depending on availability for Friday and Saturday, look for episodes to come around there. But if not, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to try my best to do so, but if not, um, that's the nature of the beast. But anyway, once again, like, share, subscribe on YouTube, rate and subscribe on the podcast side, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you very much.